Happy Monday, everyone, and how are you doing? I hope everyone is doing well. And it doesn't matter what your circumstances may be, just know that God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. This is your girl, Tough Tiff, and I want to welcome all of you to Tiff the Truth. And today is January 17th. 2022 and we are celebrating many wonderful events and things that have occurred so far. Just think in the month of January we already celebrated a brand new year 2022 and also we celebrated a lot of Founders Day and that's for Greek organizations and just to give you a few that we have celebrated so far. Kappa Alpha Psi on January 5th Phi Beta Sigma on January 9th, and that's also my fraternity brothers. Delta Sigma Theta on January 13th, and also Alpha Kappa Alpha on January 15th. And last but not least, the beautiful women of my sorority, Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated on January 16th, which was just yesterday. And we celebrated 102 years of scholarship, service, sisterhood, and of course, finer womanhood. And it is always a privilege and a blessing to be of service to others. And today we are also celebrating and honoring the late and beloved Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who was not only a civil rights legend, but he fought for equal rights and justice for everyone. And he led the end of segregation by performing peaceful protesting. And for all of his hard work, commitment, and dedication, Dr. King was and will always be a civil rights legend. May he continue to rest in power and in peace. And we thank you, Dr. King, for all of the civil rights advances that you made for all of us today. Now, are you ready to get on with the show? I know I am. And I just want to share with you just a few things about my very special guest today on Tiff the Truth. And he has a very extraordinary story to share with all of us. He comes from humble beginnings, but he went through some things in his life. And unfortunately, it led him to becoming homeless. But through his faith in God and not giving up, he used all of his resources that was available to him to overcome being homeless. And that's why he is the great source of inspiration to all of us as an artist from Britain who overcame his trials and tribulations through art and song, namely opera. And his favorite motto in life is to strive for happiness at the forefront of pulling yourself out of a bad situation and to encourage the beauty out of it. And I agree with you. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, I would like to introduce to some and to present to others 
my very special guest today on Tiff the Truth. Let's please show some love for Mr. Ruben Witter. Just so excited to have you on the show because I had a chance to read over your bio and I got a chance to look at one of your videos and I am just in awe with everything that you have overcame in your life and where you are today and I just really know that after people hear your story and know that you you know have been through some things in your life and how you have overcame some of those things that will help to encourage someone that might be going through something right now because you know we all you know have some situations and circumstances that we have to go through but sometimes just listening to someone else's story that will encourage us so that we won't give up that we won't stop keep pushing and moving on and you know if we fall we know we can get back up and try it again so that's why i thought having you on the show today would be such an awesome show because when they hear what you've been through they're going to be like wow and just to see the person that you have become so thank you again for being my special guest today and i'm just excited to have you on the show well, thank you so much, and, and I understand that you're from Britain, so I was wondering if you can tell us a little bit about this. Have you been living there for a long time in Britain, or you just moved there? So if you could share a little bit about your background. Yes, yeah, so I was born um, in Nottingham, in um, a little city right in the middle, middle of England. And I grew up in a town just outside of that called Huntington. Um, and Nottingham is really nice, actually. Um, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty bright and it's London, um, but it's very rock and roll, and it's, it's quite graphic sometimes. Um, and yeah, um, I did A levels there. I went to high school in, in Nottingham. Um, and I actually moved, moved to London when I was about 18 and dropped out of university twice along the way. And straight away, I knew that I wanted to be an actor and a model. And I was doing pretty okay for myself, you know, making rent just in time here and there. Um, but, you know, living in a big city and things, the least of other things got out of control. So I had to come back to that to declare myself famous. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to talk more about that. So, you know, we're celebrating today Dr. King, you know, and we know that he was a civil rights legend, you know, because of him, you know, he led, you know, the end of segregation and just opened up a lot of doors, you know, for many of us. And so I just want to know, how have Dr. King inspired you, you know, through your journey with everything that you have been going through? What does he mean to you? How do you celebrate him? How do I celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King? Wow. I know. 
Well, being a guest of color, um, of course, I thought of Doctor King, but Elvis were painting as far as life, and not just not just the things of the size. Um, but one thing that struck me um, through Doctor King, as opposed to a lot of other people, um, is that he really um, emphasized peace and love and tranquility. Yeah, he's only one of the um, and that's the way to go for life, you know. I believe that violence only creates more violence. Mm. <laughs> um, to be honest. Um, and yeah, I just love how he was. He was first in his speech. Yet yeah, he was like, "Hey, this is how it is. This is how I dream that life would be. This idle dreams which is very important for me." Um, and he just championed peace and love and harmony um, yes. throughout all his messages. And that's something. I, I, I stay true to because having the life that I've lived, um, I feel I think that I have every reason to be angry and to you know, be right. and be violent. But that's not what I'm doing. I choose art instead. Mm. You know, brother, God bless you, brother. Um, but even still, like I didn't really see the point in just causing violence or you know causing more trouble. And I agree with you because he was, he was all about love. You know, when he looked at people, he didn't look at color, you know, and if the world could be more like him, the world would be a better place. You know, if we could just learn how to love and respect each other just the way we are, didn't, you know, doesn't matter what color, what race, what religion, what sex, what gender, you know, if we could just learn to just love and respect each other the way we are, the world would be a better place. But I think we've come a long way. You know, we still have a lot more work to do, but things are beginning to get better. And as long as we have people like you in the world, you know, there's hope. <laughs> there's hope for our future and, you know, for our children's future. So we just got to, you know, trust God and keep the faith and, you know, continue to do our part, you know, to be that example, to show people, you know, how to love, you know, people that might not look like you or may not, you know, sound like you, but still just a matter of, just giving respect, you know. So I definitely agree with you. Dr. King was all of that. And, you know, since we're talking about how you have overcame some things in your life, um, I just wanted my listeners to understand that you used to be homeless. And, you know, a lot of people may not be able to relate to that, but people can relate to challenges. You know, people can relate to, you know, ups and downs. And, I just would like, if you don't mind, if you could just share your story, you know, how did it come about? You know, how did it happen? How long were you homeless? And and what resources did you find to help you to get out of your situation, if you don't mind sharing? Of course, yeah. Um, because anyone going through any sort of hardship and needs to know that there is a life on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that God doesn't bring anything to you that he can't handle. If he gives you challenges, then you need to end. Right. And I think any challenge can be okay. Um, yeah, homelessness for me um, was along the battle than I would have anticipated. Yet at the same time, it gave me a sense of pause and a sense of resonance that I'll carry through for the rest of my life. You know, sometimes you just need to slow down. <laughs> sometimes you just need to pause a little bit, um, 
we convene, um, we calibrate and go forward and upgrade this from way to me. Right. Um, so, so when I was in London, um, you know, I was like 18, um, I, I, I came back to, to London when I was in London, so for those five years, um, trying to make a career for myself and trying to make a life for myself as well, you know, like dating and trying to drive, social things like that. Right. Um, and and actually I got into this relationship which actually took a very sharply bad turn. Um, it was kind of straight and we were sort of okay as we were to get to marriage. But when I moved in with them, unfortunately um, it's, it's so really weird. And it was when I was with me, he knew that they'd come home and um, they'd like to appreciated the little things like having a warm bed because you know a lot of times you know we take things for granted you know we thinking oh okay I got a, a roof over my head I got clothes on my back I got shoes on my feet but like you said it, it kind of made you more humble because you learn how to appreciate things more but I was just wondering was it hard for you just to you know start over and to reestablish your life or or did, was it a little more easier for you because you had the resources that you had available to you well, the resources there were tremendously helpful um, in terms of giving me a sense of equilibrium and a sense of sort of grounding, um, yeah. for lack of better phrasing. Um, but my old mind was not really gone. Um, but my friends are speaking to me. Um, my family was important to help because, you know, being getting deep into my 20s, you know, I was, I was a romance. <laughs> um, right. And, you know, it was time for me to sort of get 
pretty much anyone can learn some form of opera. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that, absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Mm. Um, in terms of difficulty, um, of course you have to learn to sing, first of all, and then to have a remarks on top of that. Um, but again, if you can talk, you can sing. <laughs> and, right. Yeah, if, you, if you have a voice and you can find your diaphragm and you know how to breathe and how to you know, belt out emotion, then opera's for you as much as it's really. I see. Wow. Because, you know, for me, I've always thought opera would be a difficult type of art because, you know, when you go to like those different type of, you know, opera, you know, events and you hear the person sing and their voice is so loud and strong and you think like, wow, this this must be really difficult and challenging to learn. But like you said, it's really not, you know. So that's that's interesting. That's something I never knew. So what is the opera that you prefer to sing? Do you have a certain type or you could do pretty much all opera? Uh, well, I'm sure it's all kinds of opera. Um, but for me, um, any kind of opera that allows each and every person in the audience to feel the same emotion that I feel as I'm singing it is the opera for me. Wow. Some opera is all complete, and the modern opera is all complete. But I cannot be for you know just the same turn out or whatever. Um, but there are lots of new operas going on, going on all around the world, and um, even in the US there are lots of opera festivals and lots of new things happening there all the time. Really? Um, oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> but every single person on the planet has a story, and if that's a you know, costume and voice and movement to it, then we can interrupt for it, is what I say. <laughs> right, because that that's why I was going to ask, in your own opinion, do you feel that opera music is really like the best form of storytelling and pure emotion because like you said you can like tell a story throughout it could be like you say sad it could be happy so do you really feel that's pretty much what opera is it's really good at you know storytelling and just sharing that pure emotion even for the audience so the audience can feel that pain or we can feel the joy or we can feel the love do you think that too oh definitely yes and um, what i love about opera um, is that it is storytelling, it is acting, it's costumery, it's light, it's set, um, it's people's stories as well. Um, but not, most people who got into opera actually are not from um, highfalutin class backgrounds. They just want to find an avenue that can allow your adult, any person to feel um, that story alongside with them. You know, opera is an amazing art form. Wow. So would you say that there are more African American men and women that are becoming opera singers? Would you say that now? Oh. Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay, so um was opera, I did this um, unseen project in which I found at George Bridge Tower and lots of other um, well, George Tower is a British person. <laughs> um, but um, in terms of people of color at large, um, there are so many people involved in um, fashion music. And you are not people. I've been listening in a few networks with people right now. And while we are quite scattered, um, 
as the image is of classical music that is sort of like a white, you know, old white man type of thing. Right. Um, and I think that, that that sort of message is so great just to allow people to feel that they join up in the first place. Mm. Um, but I want to see music resonates with every single person. Um, every producer you can think of, every singer you can think of, um, every artist you can think of, it refers back to the, the classical arts um, to, you know, and to allow themselves to really understand what music was about, you know. Mm, wow, this has been interesting to learn so much about opera. So, have you found yourself in a lot of different shows, you know, singing opera now? Okay, so what were you saying, Ruben? Um, sure. Um, so, the last time I performed was in November, uh, month of last year, 
to keep pushing forward and that if you go through things in life it's just to make you more stronger and to make you more humble and you learn to appreciate the things in your life and appreciate the people in your life so thank you again for being on tiff the truth and whatever you would like to sing for us you can take that time now ladies and gentlemen let's please show some love for mr reuben witter go ahead special guest and I hope in the near future you'll come back and stop by and maybe you'll sing another new song that you might have made or a new album that you might be bringing out I would love to have you on again if you would like to be our special guest oh definitely of course yes thank you so much okay well thank you so much again and I wish you a happy Monday and I hope you have a wonderful week and and also a wonderful new year and thanks again for stopping by Tiff the Truth, and I'll talk to you real soon, okay? Okay, thank you again, Tiff. Oh, thank you. You take care. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show, and I want to thank Ruben again for stopping by on Tiff the Truth. And I do apologize again for the technical difficulties, but because he is from Britain and here I am in the United States, we was having some issues, you know, that we had no control over. But again... It was an awesome show, and I hope all of you enjoyed the show. And right before we end, I just would like to share what I call Tiff the Truth Thoughts. And in honor of Dr. King, since we are celebrating him today, this was a poem 
from him. And I just want to quote it. And it's just a little bit of the poem. And it says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. And I just want to encourage all of you, whatever you might be going through, you may not be homeless like Reuben was, but whatever the challenges that you might be facing in life, don't give up. Keep moving forward because there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's not going to always be darkness. And if you trust God, you know God will see you through. He always will because he loves you and he wants to help you to get out of your situation. So let go and let God do what he do if you just have faith in him. But please keep moving forward. And since we're about to end the show, I just have to give two shout-outs. I would like to say to my nephew, Tyler Jamal Tucker and Twyla Jasmine Tucker, a very happy birthday. Their birthday is actually on January 18th. They will be celebrating their 29th birthday. So I just want to say happy birthday to my twin nephew and niece. I love them both very much. And also, I want to give a shout out to my beautiful ships of the wonderful sorority, Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. We will be celebrating our Zetaversary also on January 18th. We have been Zeta women for 30 years, and that is a blessing. So I want to give a shout out to Shonda. I want to give a shout out to Alexis. I want to give a shout out to Pam, Clarissa, Simone, and Paulette. Congratulations and happy Zetaversary to all of you, and I love you very much. And please take care of your families and yourselves. And don't forget to smile because you already know it looks good on you. I'll talk to you again on next Monday on Tiff the Truth. Please continue to share with your family and friends the show. And thank you for always supporting your girl. You know me. I'm Tough Tiff. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye.